Welcome to Pat's Cast. This is the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And I'm Steve. We are doing a review of the Memorial Cup semifinal and luckily a preview of the final for the Memorial Cup. So today is May 26th. This is the day after. Um, just tell me how you're feeling, Chris. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Like <laughs> I, I was, I was pretty nervous of that game. I knew Hamilton was pretty good, and uh, but we played a pretty solid game. You know, it. it <laughs> we didn't. We didn't have any. T- we didn't have too many lapses. You know, we didn't have s- periods of lapses. Like we had a f- couple breakdowns and stuff. But I mean, like we played a pretty complete game. Uh, the thing that really stood out was the in the defensive zone, the shot blocking, like we Swift current showed us how to do it. You know, we lost because of that most likely. And, uh, yeah, we, we were blocking shots, sticks and lanes, no, no cross crease passes, you know, going back door for goals. Like it was, it was fundamental hockey. Yeah. They played very well defensively. We didn't have maybe as much, uh, offensive zone time, but you know, we kept scoring on off the rush. Like the first goal was off the rush again. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was well, it was an exciting. I just want to go back. You said you were nervous going into this game. Yeah, well, I, I was too. I mean, if I had to put money on that, I and I said it in our preview of the Memorial Cup. I I think the Pats can win, but I wouldn't have put money on them. And I wouldn't have put money on them, but they did it, and they looked they looked good. Why well, not? You don't put. Money or was on. it Hamilton looked bad? Hamilton didn't look good. Like from what they, you know, we we mentioned this on. Can I do a shameless plug here? Uh, mentioned it on the OHL Fanboys podcast. Um, they just Hamilton didn't look like the same Hamilton team they were in the OHL final against the Sioux. And one of our guys kind of brought up the idea that maybe they weren't that good all along. Maybe they were just playing a really tired Sioux Saint Marie team, and that's why they were looking as mm-hmm. good as they were. To be fair, they didn't look good last Friday against Regina, and they looked a lot better during the week against Bathurst and and, and uh, Swift Current, and then they went back to not looking so good in the semifinal. And you know, I, I said I gave all credit in the world to the Pats. They deserved to win that game more than Hamilton did. Um, like Chris mentioned, they're just blocking shots. They're getting sticks in lanes. Hamilton didn't have many chances um, that weren't coming from the outside, like. Paddock faced, I think in the end it was 46 shots, something like in that neighborhood. And to be honest, yeah, he got named for a star because he, I guess, officially had 44 saves or whatever it was, but he didn't have to be stellar at all. Like, he, he didn't look like he had the heavy workload in the game. Um, and Shots, they're such a they're misleading stat, I find. I mean, if you're looking, we got outshot 21 to 5 in the third period. Um, but I didn't feel like it was different than when we played the the Bathurst game, or even Swift Current, where yeah, the team no, Swift Current, where the team sat back and they didn't take shots. They were still pushing. They pushed all the way to the third, and I think they learned a lot in that Swift Current game. And they they didn't sit back. They didn't play that defensive, whatever prevent defense that we all hate in football. But they came out and they they were pushing still. And Hamilton couldn't just sort of right off the Pats saying, okay, they're not going to be doing their offensive thing, so let's just push, 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 because the Pats kept on coming all third period. Yeah, like they 
didn't have much zone time per se offensively, but they weren't sitting back. Like they were getting the puck deep. They were, you know, trying to keep it in the Hamilton end in the third period. Yeah, they looked much better in this game than they against the Swift Current trying to hold that lead against Swift Current. They, they played Swift with Current the lead was all properly. over them in yeah. the third period. This game, it was, you know, yeah, Hamilton did get 21 shots, but I mean, like, at least Regina was pushing back, pushing back, and they played much better. Like, right. I, it was 2-1 late in that game, and I was like, yeah, we got this. Like, I just the way they were playing, I was confident. You know, against compared to the Swift Current game, I was not that confident. I, I wrote a note. We took a penalty, I think, at the 10-minute mark in the third period or something. And usually when we take a penalty, I'm thinking, oh, God, here we go. Like, we're going to, like, I was I usually get nervous and upset. Uh, this time I was like, they got it. Like, I wasn't even concerned, and they killed it. Even when they took that four-minute, I was like, yeah, that's a long one. But, you know, they're playing good. I'm, I'm, I think this team's got this game. They looked like it, and I, I felt like it through, through most of that game. I know Hamilton's power play left a lot to be desired. I mean, they had that four-minute power play, and I think it was the Bathurst game on Tuesday night, and it had no urgency whatsoever. In a game that if they had won by a couple of goals, they would have been the team going to the final. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. Their four-minute power play looked a lot more aggressive against the Pats, but just, again, something just wasn't clicking with them all night long, and they didn't look like the team that they had been. Um, again, that's not taking anything away from Regina. Regina looked good. Like they, they clearly had more energy. They were up for the game, and you know it did seem. Uh, I texted Chris when when the Pats took the three one lead, and I said this game is over. I can't see Hamilton coming back now. Shows what I know. Very next shift, Will Bitten came down and scored a pretty nice goal, and you think, well, maybe they do still have a shot. But yeah. you know the Pats held on. Yeah, I was confident that. Uh they were going to win the game at the five-minute uh, uh, timeout, TV timeout. Um, I bought another ticket to the final. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to win this. And then they scored the 3-1 goal. I'm like, yeah, there it is. Yeah. But then, yeah, like Steve said, oh, they got this. And then they let it up. I'm like, oh, I guess we just can't have a two-goal game. It's got to be a one-goal game. They only Hamilton only scored because I texted you to say, you guys got this, <laughs> only to make you more nervous. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah no doubt. But... Uh, you know, we kind of harped on Puto a little bit after that Swift Current game, letting Godden go by. And I specifically saw him, it's almost the exact same play. The guy trying to come up on his side and he just rubbed the guy out. And I just thought, man, he he probably got a bit of a talking to and uh, he stepped up. He, he probably didn't even need to be talked to because when, when you let a go, guy go by you and he scores, you know it. So yeah. he nobody had Twice. to say anything to yeah. him. Yeah, especially that first one, Godden slipped right by him. Like, Puto, Puto's a physical guy. He always finishes check. Yeah. So that, that was really surprising. It, and, you know, they looked physical out there. Well, even Hamilton brought it first with that hit on right. Hebeg. Oh, he got crushed. Yeah. Well, I, I was just going to say, last night's game had to have been the most physical we've seen all tournament, not just because it had a fight in it. Right. Just the hits from both teams. You know, Hamilton kind of came out and set the tone, and when Stillman laid that hit out on Hebeg, you think, man, they're ready to play. Like Hamilton, and a lot of people, myself included, thought Hamilton was going to win that game. And you know what? The Pats didn't panic. They threw the hits back themselves, and both teams, I, I think in the end, it might have been even as far as the big hits go. I don't know what the official stat was, but it seemed pretty even to me, and both teams were just into it. How about Kale Flurry? 
Man, that guy is a brick shit host. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the yeah. guy, wow. And I love watching him play. Yeah. He is he was laying it out too. Somebody tried to run tried to hit him and they just fell down again. Yeah. Like that's did. not the first. No, yeah. well Sage I, I think that was Stillman. Like Stillman who lays oh. some pretty big checks. He he tried to he just got hit like bad. That's right. It was in the neutral zone and and Stillman tried to hit him and he got stopped. Stillman didn't go down, but it was still a big hit. And Steve noted he's like he went off the ice like hunched over. And we yeah, watched a yeah. replay on Sportsnet when we got home, and it was uh, you could see Stillman. He got he hit a brick wall. Right, like, and they mentioned that they were thinking, "Is he going to come back?" They were going to keep an eye on him. He he was hurting bad. He may not have fallen down, but he was probably hurting a lot more than guys who do fall down. Yeah, like yeah, because it it was a big hit. Flurry that was late later uh, in the game too. He gets some praise, but uh, he's quickly moving up as one of my must watch favorite players on that team right now was it was it him that uh missed that guy he he tried to run a guy earlier in the game oh and he missed him and he kind of went into the boards himself because the guy was off the boards like maybe 15 20 feet and he tried to run through this guy and he kind of whoever it was sidestepped him and he went into the boards a little heavy but i was like "Ooh, that was a that was gonna be a big hit and i think one of the other encouraging things that we're seeing is some of the secondary scoring, right? We're seeing uh, what Pratt scored for us this okay. game. Okay, so funny stat about that. Platt last game and Pratt this game both haven't scored since December 15th, 2017. Right. So, so like, we're getting goals in the Memorial Cup from these guys who haven't scored in like 50-plus games. They both scored on the same night for two different teams, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pratt was still with Red Deer at that point. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that is interesting, but I mean... Platt, he's getting in fights. He's scoring goals. I mean, Platt, where did this Platt guy was come always from? fighting, though. He, he was always chucking them. <laughs> but I mean, Memorial Cup is oh, 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 a yeah. fighting tournament. No, no, and, no. But I, I think, I mean, that fight was by their yeah, it was their captain weak. was to start get them going. Obviously, but Th- this wasn't a fight from your dad's Memorial Cup. That's for sure. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a fan fight. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, I do want to touch on the game-winning goal. Um, I don't know, like, I didn't look at the rule book, but that was, I mean, that, there was contact on that goalie there. Yeah, no, definitely. We watched the replay a couple times, and uh, people on Twitter said that should have been a penalty, so. Is it by the by the law? It the, is. The letter it of the is. law? It's a penalty, but, I mean, you know, like, like on our, it was mentioned on our show last night with uh, Kevin Jordan, you know, he said he was cheering for Hamilton. He didn't like the call the, or the non-call. But in the end, it's just like, you know what? Sometimes that's the way it goes. Sometimes you get the calls going your way. Sometimes you get a missed call and it's really bad. Now, to be fair, in a game of that magnitude, it probably should have been called. But What do you think the rationale was? Because, I mean, it was the play. It wasn't like behind the play and someone missed it. What do you think the ref's rationale was? It because he was playing the puck and it was just kind of incidental on a follow-through or what? you, You never know. But, I mean, like it's not like he ran the goalie. They just his skate when he was trying to cut caught Fulcher's skate and you know took his leg out a bit I, I'm thinking the referee must have thought it was incidental contact mm-hmm. and but even at that point maybe it's not a penalty but maybe the goal should have been called back now to be fair we watch that replay a lot of times and I don't know where the referee is in that play now is he looking at it if is he kind of more towards the blue line where he sees the player and not 
he, you know, when the player skates in front of Fulcher, does he only see the Pats player, whoever it was, and is, and not Fulcher? It was Henry that took him out. Well, I'm pretty sure the one ref was in the corner that Fulcher was skating away from. Like he mm. was in he was in the right corner, and Fulcher was going to his left. So like he was, I think he had the back ref was there. So I'm pretty sure he would have had a decent angle on it. I mean, you you assume that one of them saw it, but at, you know what? In the moment, I didn't even think it was any anything wrong with it until much later when I mm-hmm. saw a replay and or I saw people on Twitter freaking out. In the moment, it just seems like, oh my god! You think, oh my god, Fulcher just misplayed it really bad, and you know the Pats score and all the Hamilton players at that end of the ice they kind of froze in the spot where they were when the when Steele scored. And they just sat there because it's almost like they knew that was it. That was it. Yeah. So that's two games in a row now that the goalie has given us the game-winning goal. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we'll take it, I guess. So what you're saying is Fitzpatrick needs to watch out tomorrow. But I guess so. How maybe, do you, maybe how we'll leave that red light on a little longer. How do you chant Fitzpatrick? Yeah, I know. Somebody already pointed that out. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll have to figure that out. I think it's going to be more like a Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzpatrick. That, like, I was as thinking of just get. shortening it to Fitz. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, know what we're yeah, going to no, do. But Fitzpatrick. That's pretty good. Okay. Two, two syllables work so well. Can, can you coordinate 6,500 <laughs> people to do that, though? I don't know. It was, well, it was tough. Like, the Fulcher chant started before. For the anthems last night, <laughs> like not, Skinner started right after the anthems. Fulcher, we were on him right away. Yeah, and then Steve put out a good video of the, the fans in the the end there, just just laying it into him after he gave up that that goal. Like people are just yelling <laughs> and screaming. Now, now to be fair, you know, considering he gave up such a big goal, Fulcher was named second star of the game. I th- and, and you know what? To be fair, I thought he had more big saves than Paddock did, and. To give the Pats fans credit, you know, I did hear one guy when they announced him a second start, he came out. I heard like one lone guy trying to yell <laughs> Fulcher. But for the most part, everyone gave him a pretty good ovation. Right. Oh, yeah. He looked good out there. Yeah. Like we didn't have as many so speaking quantity, of, but we had some quality. Yeah. Speaking of Paddock, one of the plays that stands out in my mind was, I don't know, there was like 35, 40 seconds left. And he had the puck and he could have froze it. But he know he had the awareness to see who was around him, and he saw we we had the play the Pats players around him, and he let it go again to allow us to take possession, and then move out of the zone and go on to that eventual goal. Um, I, I I just thought what the because you know most goalies in that situation would just fall on the puck, freeze it, d- done, and then but who knows you know and then Hamilton gets the the face off and they pass it back and score but i i was just really impressed by that play and that awareness that he had yeah no that was a good play because you know sitting at the far end we're all just like oh what are you doing don't <laughs> don't give it up like but no it was the right play like we're just like freeze it but no he 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 made the right play well you know what he freezes it and then that gives Hamilton more time to rest and a face off in in, yeah. in the pat zone if they win that draw who knows what happens so you know, as much as you want him to cover it and get that play dead, it, it, in some cases it's just way better to keep it going If as long as he knows he can get it to one of his defensemen. Yeah, you just got to see what the bodies are like. Like, if there's a Hamilton guy there, you obviously got to freeze it. But if you've got some numbers and, you know, guys are spread out and you can make a play to get it out of the zone easily, that, that was the right play. 
Yeah, I, I I just noticed that, and I was I was impressed. Um, leading up to the Memorial Cup, and even watching the Swift Current game, uh, Thomas was on on my radar. I barely noticed him last yeah. night. Like, what happened? Was it us or was it him? I, you know what, um, Hamilton just had a lack of goal scoring in this tournament. I think that's pretty obvious. They only scored nine goals in four games. Uh, their leading scorer. In the tournament was defenseman Ben Gleason with a goal and four assists, uh, and then Sajan had four assists, and yeah. then Thomas was third on the team with two goals and one assist. Um, it was pretty obvious he had that one game against Swift Current where yeah he looked really dangerous, and I don't know what game it was might have been in, in the Swift Current game where he scored a really nice bar down goal, but you know what yeah he he didn't he wasn't uh, very visible at all last night, um, and I think it was the. Was it the Swift Current game or the Regina game in the round robin, Chris, where you said you thought Camano was their best player? But, you know, just it seemed like last night no one Hamilton player looked that good offensively. Yeah, no, it, it I, I think it was just our D. Like, we were shutting them down. I think they really keyed on him, obviously. Like, he's obviously their best shooter. And, like, he had some looks on the, the back door and stuff, but nothing got through. Like, everything was tipped or... Mm-hmm. got a piece of so there was there was no clean passes through you know and and the rush they didn't have much on the rush either like yeah, yeah. I, I mean it, it was such a refreshing fun game to watch as a pats fan well it, it was a good game overall like it yeah. was two good teams going at it it's not like we blew them out it's not like they crapped the bed or anything it it was two good teams I mean, going in last night, if you're a Pats fan, you probably are very worried. I, I thought Hamilton was, was going to be good enough to pull that out. But it became pretty clear, you know, 10, 15 minutes in that game that Hamilton just seemed off again. And like Chris said, you know, you guys were only up by a goal. And I'm sure, you know, you, you were still nervous, but at the same time, it just it felt like the Pats were okay no yeah. matter what was going to happen there. Yeah, and, yeah, Hamilton's a team that can kind of come out and bite you they did it against the Sioux a lot but it just something seemed off from them all night just like it did on the opener last Friday yeah like I was more confident in that 2-1 game than the 5-2 lead on Swift Current so yeah. that tells you something yeah. no I, I feel the same way I was watching that game my son was in disaster and I was looking after him and I was like I'm not even that worried I'll look after him and watch this game out of the corner my it was it just I felt that confidence not even being at at the rink I could feel it just watching it but that leads us into uh, tomorrow. I, I, after this game last last night, I, I don't see why not. Well, yeah, it's gonna be another good game. Um, you know, Bathurst. I don't know how the break, how the break treats them, right? How they'll come out. You never know. Like it, it sounded like the Hamilton coach was fine with the extra game. And he's like, uh, you know, sometimes it's not a bad thing. Well, it didn't work out for them, but. Um, but I don't, we didn't take any injuries in that. That game, they, if anything, they're fired up now. They have the confidence and the momentum. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're rolling right now. You know, they they had uh, they had the loss there, but against uh, Katie Bathurst, but they came back even in that game. You know, they just they look good right now, and you know Bathurst has been off for for days, so they you can't say they're not rested. Um, you know, was it they've had five days off? I guess going in or four, whatever it is, but. You know, Bathurst, um, you got two pretty rested teams, even though Bathurst has played a lot more games lately. But you know what? Yeah, it, it is going to be a why not us mentality. 
Um, now that being said, I know a lot of people are probably still picking Bathurst to win this thing. They they have looked really good all tournament. Mm-hmm. The only time they didn't look good was when they played Hamilton, and then there's that whole thing at the end where they didn't even bother pulling the goalie, and that's yeah. essentially what got them to the final. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then they sat back in that Regina game with that lead, right? They didn't look good there, but they had a five goal lead. So maybe Regina can take some positives away from that one period that they played in that whole game. I think they forget that game and they take the positives from this Hamilton game. Yeah, true. I mean, that was the game. That was three games ago, right? If they play like that, that, that's some of the best hockey they can play. And if they can't win, then the better, the better team will win. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like it's, it's going to be two games. Every game here has been good. So, you know, it's going to, I doubt it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a tight game, I think. I don't know if I got this stat in on, on my own show, so I'll put it here. Maybe I did. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, five games in the round robin were officially decided by one goal, and then you had the 8-6 the, the game with mm-hmm. the empty netter with one second left. Yeah, It's the first time uh, since the, four, the current format has been put in place, that's 35 years ago, where you've had more than four games and with, with the difference of one goal in in a round robins and many of them were three or two or less so i think statistically this is the closest memorial cup ever and i said you know i've seen a lot of teams go zero and three before but i don't think i've seen any team like swift current the swift current team was the best zero and three team i've ever seen you know like just no one looks there i don't want to say anyone looks bad because there are you know hamilton had their bad stretches and and you guys had the bad stretches and, and and you know acadia didn't look that good on tuesday night but at the same time no one has looked terrible here these are four mm-hmm. teams that all deserve to be here and whether they went out zero and three or win the title on sunday um you know they've all impressed me it's been fantastic to watch one of them one of the best memorial cups i've ever seen anyone who didn't get up for this tournament and had the chance to go uh and even watch on TV, they messed out because this this was a ton of fun to watch, and I am pumped for tomorrow. I I haven't been this excited for a sporting event. I think I don't know that run last year, but man, I I, I don't know what else compares it. This is this is it. Yeah, this is the top mountain right here. So if you can't get up for this, you know, stay home. I'm the energy in that building will be through the roof. I mean, we went through all the playoffs last year. Um, I don't, I don't you know. I, it better be up there. And I think it will be. Uh, it sounded like tickets have sold out fast to all the, I mean, this was, the, all I could do is this one game. I bought this ticket weeks ago before I knew the outcome. And um, I'm so happy I did. I, I This is going to be, this is going to be a good game. Yeah, well, like they were gone right after. As soon as they, they won, like the tickets were gone. Good thing I bought that one with five minutes to go <laughs> with the game. So, like, and then there were people asking two, $300 for them, and it's just like, yeah. oh, screw I mean, off. Like, same with last year in the final. Like, yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad to see you're going to be there for at least that game because <laughs> it would be bad for, you know, the, the one time your team makes a Memorial Cup final in your backyard that you're not there. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I, I guess my question to you guys now is, um, what, what, what do you got planned if you guys win? And I know you, you're not trying to be cocky, but you got you got to do something big if they win. First Memorial Cup title in forty something years. As much as we can plan, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, we were talking about this earlier. 
sadly enough, I don't think the city will do a, a ton. I don't. I don't see a even after the game, how when the riders win, you know, Green Mile and all this and that. I don't think there'll be any road closures down on uh, Albert Street there. Yeah, like it's not going to be 13 when the riders want it here. But I mean, that's the city. It's riders are bust. Like everything's just an afterthought. But so I don't know. I'll what are we going to do? I I'm, don't know. I'm bringing a bottle of champagne. So if you see someone out outside of Brandt Center spraying champagne, come up and say hi because that'll be us. Hopefully <laughs> don't. That's not illegal, is it? <laughs> yeah, I think they'll let it slide. It's a parking lot. It's not. Just, it's a, just don't let the cops see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, as for what we have planned, I I don't know. Like, well, well, I'm just ecstatic to be here right now. Like, I I guess the question is is the is the Memorial Cup final post game recap show going to be done post game while you guys are in celebration mode, or is it going to be Monday hangover mode, or is it going to be Sunday night like ugh. <laughs> we'll have uh we'll have a recap from the state from the rink if we win if we if we don't win it's gonna be i'm gonna be down i'm yeah, not gonna feel like talking that that night. might be a monday night <laughs> kind of recap yeah uh, yeah but yeah no we'll have a on live on the scene uh clip at least or maybe not like the full we'll, we'll be talking if, yeah, yeah. man if we win we will be talking and drinking and they will have random people walking by doing interviews yeah. and it'll be a good a fun time you guys i mean i mean last year just remembering you know we were on location in windsor the spitfires won it brian you know for for your listeners who don't know my podcast partner is a lifelong windsor spitfires fan didn't get to be there in ramuski or brandon when they won their two previous memorial cups and when that team piled off the bench at the end of the game to win he he was literally crying tears of joy and he was super pumped right after the game but by the time we left the rink he was so drained that he didn't really party that much to be mm -hmm. honest with you mm -hmm. like we went back to his place he had a cigar he had a nice he had a stiff drink we recorded our post game show and that was it he went to bed and it was he he, he was just so drained from it all i guess the nice thing is it's early it's a 5 p.m start so, you know, end 8.39 o'clock, we could get a post game in and be in bed by midnight. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I can come down. <laughs> if they win, I don't know if I can come down off that high that quick. You're going to be going to work Monday morning? Uh, well, maybe not. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I, and also, I'm, I'm curious to see if Sportsnet learned their lesson from last year and not run the camera right down the losing team's bench or else a goalie is going to javelin throw a stick at you. <laughs> so you guys missed it and I actually heard Brian talk about it. Uh, the Brandt Center, people standing up in the last minute, they flipped to this other, did you see, did you watch the replay? Yeah, because they, they showed the highlights. So they showed the, yeah. the empty netter from the, like the sky cam, right? I'd never seen that camera before in my life. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here it is. We've yeah, had this Brian forever. was all over that. He's like, where was that all tournament? <laughs> I needed that. It was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I, it's, I it's a wicked view. Like, I, I can get maybe not using it for the entire time, but... You know, it's it was a really good view of the ice. Like it that's was. a better view of the ice than you get from the main camera. Yeah. And I know a lot of people two years ago in Red Deer, they had a, a similar camera view of what you guys have here. 
and a lot of people didn't like that either. So yeah. sometimes I think it's cool because it kind of gives you, makes you feel like you're more in the stands a little bit, and it kind of transfers you it better the, to TV. The guy walking in front of you, you're like, ah, <laughs> sit down. It's the middle of the play. Well, it's like when we were watching the ga- the games in Everett. The guy, the ball guy, right in front the of the guy. Cat. Yeah, like, the whole game. He literally covered half the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they were in the left left side of the the rink there, like he was right yeah. in the camera. Yeah, shot I know every time. I know. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, um, it's been a ride. Um, I'm I'm pumped for tomorrow. This this year has been I, just with every with season tickets and getting this thing going. We've been into it, and I'm I'm balls deep in this thing now. I'm I'm excited. I want this to. I want this now. Yeah, I want to win. Like, uh, because you guys wanted to lose before, right? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, I just you have that tentative confidence, but you're like, ah, you know, we're, we're we lost in the first round. We have a pretty good team, but you never know. You, you wouldn't have been surprised if you went like zero and three or something, or, I, or, I, or 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 at least like you were out by this point. Like you're you're almost like now that you're here, yeah. it's real. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, exactly. Like, sure, I picked us to win, but I'm like. You know, yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised if we didn't didn't make Holler. it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what we do. We're gonna we're gonna be there, and we are gonna. I'm hoping for. It's gonna be intense. the The crowd's gonna be there. It's gonna go, and it's. I don't know. What do you have anything else you want to say about it? I don't think so. Just if you're there, just cheer, cheer as hard as you love. We'll get the. We'll have to figure out as a group, collective whole, if it's just fits fits or if it's what did you say have steve Fitzpatrick, like dude say the fits yeah. really quickly okay, okay. yeah we'll okay. have to get on that right away yeah like, we'll figure like it out game so we'll figure it out before the anthems and uh we'll get that going and i'm gonna say we're gonna be here tomorrow night we're gonna have a kind of a, a uncut raw post-game right celebration right. episode for you guys that that's uh that speak for the sound quality is not gonna be as good <laughs> no it'll be it'll be good because no one's that, gonna care that emotion yeah. there you have yeah all the emotion, it'll be everybody raw. cheering yeah we'll do a recording right right in the right in the barn there maybe right the, maybe we can jump on the ice and get a couple comments <laughs> you never know unofficial media you know what i my best friend and i bs'd our way onto the ice after guelph won the 04 ohl title now the memorial cup is a little bit tighter security than that so okay. But um, I uh, I wish you boys the best of luck in that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just steal your media pass. Uh, that might be a bit harder, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Anything else you guys want to say? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. Thanks for having coming out again and throwing in your two cents and your everyone, stats and everything. So. Yeah, everyone, that's uh, Steve from OHL Fanboys Podcast giving us a little bit of a guest uh, host over the weekend. Um, uh, yeah, let's go out tomorrow and let's let's... Let's win this fucking thing. Let's do it. Hell yeah. All right. Good night, guys. We'll see you tomorrow night.